Hello. This is my show. My only show. I just can't even with myself right now. Let's babble about time. I babble wherever I can, whenever I can, however I can. This is NE Unleashed. Now without further ado, let's jump right into it. So, everybody, welcome back to my show. I also want to give a big thanks for everybody listening to the previous episodes of me and my guests that I've been having. I think it's been really cool that you guys are really into this. So today I actually have another really awesome guest. He's a really good friend of mine. He's been with me for like, what, how, how has it been? Like, At least two years, at right? At least two years, two, three years, I think, since we've yeah. been first introduced to each other. Um and by the name or in the form of Mikey. <laughs> Just Mikey. Mikey the know. other ENFP. Um, and yes, he's another ENFP. Like, and, and I haven't had another ENFP on my show. You're going to be my very first um, to have this back and forth. It's also really interesting because you and I do not share the same Enneagram type. So we come off from two different ends, but we do share the same instinctual variant. Which is fascinating how just that will tweak, that one little you know, an agram can change our personal life so drastically because if you should look at people, look at us, they look at us, we're completely different, but we're very similar at the same time. It's hilarious. Exactly. Know? Well, I mean, I, it's funny because as being the same type, like I can tell what you're thinking. You can tell what I'm thinking. Yeah. We just conclude it differently. Yeah. We've yeah. like and grown up as two different yeah. ends of like whatever spectrum it is that we live in. So actually, before I do anything else with this, I want to ask you for your type background because we don't, we know little, like I think my audience knows very little about you. Yeah, I'm not a public figure, let's be real. <laughs> yes, but um, you're still a significant part, I would say, because you come from the Transcendent Server, which you mod with me, like you moderate yes, with me on yes, this, and you yes. do play a pretty strong role in that. But anyways, yes. Yeah. What was your introduction into type? What's the deal with that? My friend in high school, uh, actually, she's like, oh, take this test. And I was like, okay. I think it was humanmetrics.com, I think. Dang, you had the human that? metrics first? Like that Back was your before. introduction into it? Before they had the remade site, like oh. before. Now the house all all chic and the new. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah, then yeah. it was just the crappy little bubbles that like are the stock bubbles. You know what I'm talking I, about? I, and it was yeah. really old. Yeah, but like that's how I, I typed ENFP, and I you like, got cool. ENFP from that. Dang, right up the spot, and I've been in it ever since. Um, okay. I dabbled a little bit with ENFJ, and I was like, no, who am I kidding? I was like, I, I identify with FI and FE, and I was like, wait, now I'm like, this doesn't fucking work. <laughs> um. You're uh, like, okay, you okay. Let me before we do anything, I just want to point out, like, because I didn't mention it before, Mikey is a two, like, he's a type two ENFP, two wing one, right? Yes, if I remember that's correctly. Right. Yep. And I'm um, a seven wing six, so like, <laughs> very different, very different shades of ENFP. Let's put it this way you're the shade of ENFP that I would say you are almost disgustingly nice, like, as an yeah. ENFP, yeah, <laughs> versus like me that's more willing to play with like the like i say a devil's advocate very challenging yes um openly I'll, aggressive like would be i'll play guess. devil's advocate in a way that makes you not realize you're playing devil's advocate or realize oh it's just a game it's fun you know and then yeah. they don't realize they're in an argument unless they get really heated you know in that case but we're I'm, both like, like diplomatic but... in a sense because yeah. we both like to have this types of conversation it's just that like oh, i've yeah. noticed that in situations like social situations like what we were talking earlier which i will not go into detail of but <laughs> we were talking earlier about like you play a more like 
when you play Diplomat, people like you. <laughs> when I play Diplomat, people don't. So it's kind well, of... It's hard not to like it, too, especially a self-preservation, too. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, we're lovable. We're lovable. I, I don't want to be egotistical, but, like... But you're going to be egotistical. <laughs> it's a puppy. It's a puppy, you know? Like... Well, I mean, okay, you, don't you guys have, like, isn't that, like, the whole thing is pride, right? For the vice of twos? Um, it's pride, yeah. Yeah. So it's Which, like, at I first know I was you... like, at first I was like, oh, God, I'm not prideful at all. <laughs> I am nothing. But then, like, come visitor, all confident, like, okay, dude. Oh, well, because I realized it over time, and now I just own it. So it's just like whatever. I mean, and I think when I figured problem. out mine was like... gluttony, like, dude, it was horrible. Because I had, to, I couldn't. I'm so susceptible to advertisements. Like, I'm always like, if I see it, I want to eat it, and then there we go. It's done. Like, that's just how it is with me. Yeah. I can. <laughs> um. But anyways, back to your introduction. You said you were in human metrics. That was the, yeah, the game. right. Mm-hmm. Very old, old typology test. Uh, like, old, older than 16 personalities, I think, even. Yeah, because uh, 16P has been the common one. I mean, mine yeah. was the MBTI Simpson. This was, like, 2014. Like, um, yeah. I was in high school, I think, back then. I know, mm-hmm. I'm a youngin. And then I uh, got into Personality Cafe, where I played a lot of Mafia, <laughs> like the forum game. But oh, that was really good, because I got to pick up on how certain people act under pressure, how certain people act when they lie. Wait, so you, you know? played Mafia on Perk C? Like, oh, Percy, yeah. yeah. I played for like Dude, a year. Dude, I was a yeah. lurker on Percy. That's funny because I feel like I'm just knowing you for the first time, even though we've been like talking. I don't know how we never talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, well, then again, I never asked for your history, which is a thing I've talked to Megan about how we like, we yeah. don't ask details. Maybe it's yeah. just an intuitive thing. Like, we just don't yeah. really care for it. Well, it's not but relevant anyways. until we realize it's relevant. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, anyways, continue. You were saying. Um, I was in Percy on mafia boards for a while, and then someone like pulled me in a little Skype group, and I was like, "Oh, I'm in the in crew. People like me, you know. I'm so popular, you know. It was a good time." <laughs> and uh, so I worked around there, made a lot of good friends, and that's where people introduced me to Anagram, which before someone typed me as a nine, and oh, I was right? like, okay. "I was like, oh yeah, I can see that. Like, I like to keep the peace. I, mean, I can I like see that too. Stuff. We both share that fix. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a fixation on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a two six nine um in that order mm-hmm. and so i was like okay i'm a nine rolling around as a nine people are like yo 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 you're a two when i'm like no i'm a nine and they're like no trust me you're a two <laughs> and i was like okay and so then i eventually got more into it and then i wasn't until i was like indifferent to it i was like oh yeah i'm a two-wing one but like i wasn't like really committed to enneagram at all mm-hmm. and then i met uh our friend uh cat yeah. uh wait how did you know her then i met her in oh okay so let me take a step back. This happens a lot with the backpedal as ENFPs. Nate probably knows. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah. we are from, the Skype, from the Skype group, I jumped a couple Skype groups because like uh... everyone's friends. And I kept getting invited to different places. Because how'd you get? To... Wait, but how'd you get to Discord though? Like how was oh, that? I'm getting there, I'm getting there. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry. From, from <laughs> Personality Cafe's Mafia Skype group, jumped uh-huh. a couple different ones. I got to this person named Parrot. His uh, Skype group. V. Oh and wow. V. Parrot. I was in the parrot Skype yeah. group. Mm-hmm. I know, it's legendary. It's mm-hmm. our ancestor, our typology ancestor. Well, from the Discord history, yes. Yes, yeah. it's it's legendary. Um, so basically, um, lots of drama, manufactured drama, this ENTP guy named Parrot. He would go out of his way to, like, find people he thought were unstable and, like, pit them against each other. And he called it, what do you call it? Sacrificing it to the meme gods is what he called it. Yeah. <laughs> and he I, was a problematic I figure. wasn't there necessarily for those moments but i did hear of that like i did hear of this like playing coliseum gladiator yes yes it was um i I was my guilty pleasure i'm not gonna lie but at the same time uh i made a lot of friends there right 
Um, and yeah, because we're here for the people, right? So we're here for the people, and we're like the people, <laughs> the Coliseum shows are something we go to sometimes, and it's fun. Those people are gonna fight anyway, so if Paris such facilitating it, you know, it speeds them along. You know, it's entertainment. It's all for the sake of entertainment. Basically. Yeah, like, Parrot yeah. was never malicious. He would pick people at random to pit against each other. So I mean, it, it's at it's least all, he's democratic. It's all NETI, right? Like you're all just trying to argue points, throw ideas at each other, and then people just yeah. watch. Well, he had I mean, really well developed FE, so he facilitate these fights with his FE. He was like a radio talk show host. It was wonderful. That's true because he does have that voice also. Yeah. I, I, oh, he's got that good man, voice. Man, I yeah. haven't talked to the guy in so long. Um, he got his own life and he's off of online, so Lord knows where he is now. But well, yeah, I mean, he said that he was just gonna he's gonna get his life together, like work out. I mean, Parrot, if you're listening. Um, somehow if you manage to get on the show or like, we if love you you, to chat, like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm still cool with you. Like, I don't really yeah. see what anything is anyways. So that's how Parrot. you got into it. Cause so you were there so from that, the very beginning. So that then. server was typology. Is this the name? Just typology. Yes. And this is like the granddaddy of a lot of our how servers we've many, around in on discord. How many members? Roughly? A lot. I, like I got deleted. Th- so I don't know. I know, but over a thousand. Right. It was a lot, yeah. And people come and go, and so you, you ran into the same people who would leave and come back, and so you had a circle of people. I that missed you... out on like first and second season. I mean, they, they I remember so, how people were just divided up into seasons. Yeah, like getting into server drama. Uh, <laughs> server drama was excellently fun, but it's also really horrible. So I love keep that, in that mind. this is where we're going with this history. <laughs> well, I mean, like it's important because it's part of my server. That's how I got to where I am now. Right? Gotcha. Fair enough. So they split enough. and made a server called Mistyped. Yeah, and that's where like half of the people went, mm-hmm. and then that went for like another six months. The both servers. Notice it's been every six months. Every six months, the, our server now has been the longest. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. We've yeah. been lasting pretty long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Then after typology crashed, we, me, and Nate, 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 were you there yet, Nate? Or uh, yeah, because remember we, I was. Were you in typology? I was in typology, yes, because okay. I was introduced into okay. it by via cat also on Twitter. Yes, uh, you were towards the end of it. Yeah, my, yeah, my history was actually more so because I was a, like I was tweeting with Heidi because Heidi yeah. I bought Heidi's book for the first time when I was like when I took a break from typology like sure. studying it, and I got her book and I was like oh my goodness okay let's get back into this again, yeah. and then like I got connected to Denzel. Um, mm-hmm. by that and then by cat because you got two enfjs and then you got two enfps and we're talking about like our understanding of type um and then cat dm'd me and was like oh my goodness like you're interesting want to have a fun on the server that i'm modding and i'm like okay so i go in and then she instantly invited or connected you to me yeah we, we were like, like the got... first five people there right yes like, and then like, we had don't tell anyone don't tell anyone four or yeah. five hour conversation that one time yeah. when we first the first met. time yeah yeah we the very first instantly. time we went for it and it was kind of cool because i actually got to experience like the opposite side of the coin of an yeah. enfp yeah well i'm not a, i don't i don't want to brag but i think i'm a little atypical of an enfp right I would, like, you know i agree because you know, like, ENFP is kind of different usually right? the enfps would be me almost yes like, the exactly seven type the manic like super happy <laughs> um i would say they're mostly girls too like i would i i mean i don't know about people how their opinions are when it comes to like differences when it comes to like male enfps and female enfps i've just yeah. noticed that female enfps tend to be more aggressive and assertive or assertive it doesn't have to be like hmm. only um and then us guys tend to be a little bit more like docile and like not as much but i mean you are still atypical as an enfp because you are too like there's still like i mean going after going from definitions of fi and stuff like that like you being more other focused instead of yourself focused is already atypical 
right? Like, yeah, because FI is an inherently selfish function, right? Yeah, like, well, we we both understood like, as, especially by MBTI definition, like FI is a selfish function. So it's like, kind of funny to watch somebody not be do selflessly that selfish, be selfless. Right? Like you are. Well, like, I'm a self pres too, even more. I seem more selfish. Yeah, so but it's two also, is just but then you're also a counter type, right? So that's also yeah. a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people are going to be like, "What are these terminologies?" I'm like, oh, "Well, we we'll get into down. it." Uh, okay, <laughs> no, good, no, good. I feel like they should be able to follow it because um, okay. I would say that y'all expect this coming from two any doms in a yeah, conversation. Like this is gonna like. Well, I mean, this is almost like a case study. Like you get to watch how both of us are constantly energized with each other's ideas because yes. we're throwing it back and forth, yeah. right? Yeah. So back to that whole gig about twos and being interesting because mm-hmm. I really do think that that's the case. Like you guys are quite unique like you have um you have the fours like you know crystal right we know crystal who's um a four enfb and then you have me a seven like it's just very easy to pinpoint us and to point us out and to bring us out like we're very um like you have the one side that like is very in tune with her emotions and Mm -hmm. her Mm -hmm. likes and dislikes and then me who isn't and very like oh i can do anything i just have to like who cares about fear and then you have you which is very like Let's all be friends. <laughs> I don't know. Like, well, just... like, two. Uh, it's different because we're self pres in a piece too, as yeah. well. Not two, mm-hmm. but you know, as well. Mm-hmm. So I think that self preservation element is more key here because, you know, we're both restrictive in ourselves and like our That's distance right, to people. Still, yeah, there's right? still um, a focus that with ENFPs kind of like outward like blah like bird vomit right it's very yes. interesting i mean just imagine an people don't realize how much distance there is because yeah. i collapse it very easily exactly. but there is a i i'm always aware of that distance even though it, people other people may not realize it i don't know yeah um yeah. i mean take for example like an sx7 which we have on the server yeah. we have an yeah. sx7 and he is very like out there a social <laughs> seven we know who that is mm-hmm. um and i oh, actually yeah. intend to have them actually be on the show also because i want to have to like to bring up how three different you know enfp sevens can of three different type of instincts yeah Yeah. kind of like converse and are different um Mm -hmm. but they're louder definitely and like as an sp7 too like i i know i'm loud but i can never compare to an sx dom never never like well we both know just when to insert a few words and then pull out, right? Oh, like me and you i've noticed that in in unvoiced calls with lots of people we'll throw out an idea or a couple words and then Retreat. see how it sticks. <laughs> and then if it sticks, then we can, and then we can engage in the conversation. But we won't engage unless someone else latches onto that and they give exactly. us permission. Exactly. Like, I prefer to oh, sit they back. Gave us, we respected their boundary. They, they latched onto that idea. And, okay, they're okay now. Now I can hop in. I respected their boundary there, kind of. I don't want to trample over somebody. If I do, I try to step back and say, okay, what did you say? I'm sorry. I trampled over you. I think that self-preservation aspect is interesting with any. Well, that and how this is definitely why two of us aren't S.E., Mm-hmm. <laughs> no way no way um this is in our gig that's not our niche it's not like anything <laughs> for yeah, us yeah. um and I, I don't know like in socio wise i find it funny because like we consider like we apparently have role sc and that we could fake it really good um mm-hmm. at least with how i am like i don't, don't mind faking it it's just exhausting if i do i hate using sc but can i use it good well, okay, oh. let's put it this way. In a more... Quite a disintegrate. On a different... Yeah, in a different angle. I was about to go there, actually. Like, you disintegrate to eight. You so, that's... Actually, it's arguably my favorite side of you. Yeah. When you go to eight. Because you go into this, like, full-on, like... I don't know, like, justice-seeking... <laughs> like, like oh, this is wrong. Yeah. I need to tell you it's wrong. I'm going to protect you. And, like, go into this full-on, like... Yeah. Um, 
I wouldn't say rage, but it's like you you enjoy the the anger of the moment. And being a person such as myself who's like yeah. very disconnected from anger and like all that stuff, it's just interesting to watch somebody. Well, I have that one wing. Oh, that's one true because you're also <laughs> you also have the fury raging inside. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. And so if you look at it that way, fi one wing two cares about well being of others that justice oriented mindset. Plus mm-hmm. the eight anger towards that injustice just like culminates, right? Mm-hmm. It's really interesting because I'm normally not an angry dude. I, I try to avoid it at all costs. But like, if you cross somebody, I'll like give it to you, and I'll be like, kind of a, like a dick about it. Honestly, like I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, oh, you thought you're cool, you're a fucking idiot or something, you know? What yeah, I mean? like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Laugh about it. I'll relish in the fact that I was like really evil a little bit, and I'll be like, you know, they deserve it, so it's fine. I'll, like, rationalize it away, you know? But, there like, you go. There yeah, we it's go. Not, not, not the best side of me. I don't like that, but, you know, who likes to disintegrate me, so? Well, I mean, I do, as a part well, of the frustration really? type. Like, when I disintegrate, because I go into one, I finally have this mode where I can just yell out how everyone's imperfect and, and like, <laughs> criticize mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've just been holding it in, like, as a seven, just being, everything's fine, everything's happy. <laughs> but if you break that side of me and mm-hmm. you want me to get into this like oh, okay so you want me to be mad i will be mad and i will start yeah. pointing out why you shouldn't exist on this planet like yeah. that's just my edge and it's like yeah. i that i there's a guilt in there sure like i would feel it a little bit where i'd be like oh my goodness i just went for it you know yeah. Yeah. um but at the same time in the moment yeah i am enjoying it because i finally got to get rid of this stick that's up yeah. my ass you know like i just it's done i got it out of me yeah that's how it is um in if you're gonna switch over to MBTI as a system, that's like uh, a TE bitch slap, right? That's what uh, they call bitch it. Slap. Yes. Rich, um, I, it. I don't know how much is documented about that because um, I've spoke about like I wrote a I do it a blog lot article I, about it, I, yeah. but I because I, I, I care about like science a lot. You know, I'm a science dude, right? Yes, I'm, I really care about that stuff. And so when people spout off stuff that I think is incorrect, uh, I try to like show them like with TE, that's fucking bullshit. What you said is not factually true or not representative of reality. And I'll like go in depth on like statistics or some reason why they're wrong, and I have to like well, you have prove it to them in statistics, huh? right? Yeah, you have I a do. background in statistics. Um, you have a background when it comes to empirical data and like all that delicious. Yeah, I was in a research lab about quantitative like so like, yes. I'm a stats research guy. Uh, I was when I, I was have in... to point it out because I know you're never gonna bring it up. <laughs> that <sucks>. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of like I. If I know little tidbits about you, like I do know that there is a background that this is something that you care about a lot, yeah. which is like the validity of something, which is why yes. it's kind of interesting. I don't know why I'm going to take it here, but we're, this is where we're going to go. We're going this way. This is um, roller coaster. Where they, we can also be skeptical or skeptics yeah. in this case, yes. because it's like when it comes to certain systems or things such as yeah. theory, Yeah. at the end of the day, maybe because we're, yeah. you know, we're so Any negative. It's any negative. Well, yeah, if we're going to, you know, put it oh, that back as well. up to socionics. Whoops, sorry. Um, we're in MPTI mode. No, 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 no. I was switching in between either or okay, anyway. Good. It was just that I think that it's kind of interesting because back, regardless, you know, yeah. how we are with validity, yeah. um, that at the end of the day, we just want to use it, right? And if we can't yes. use it or redo, you know. What's the what point of doing it? Yeah, like if we can't make, re- repeat a certain experiment again and again and again. Or I can't compare it or like what's, I wanted a measure where I can say this thing is better than this thing and I can show you why. Because you want to be able to hold it. I want to be able to use it, right? I want to know it works. I I could work typology all day long, right? But but if if it doesn't work all the time, then why are we here? Why are we using it? Yeah. Yeah. What is it showing us? Is it it representing the things we want to represent? Isn't it funny though? I find this so refreshing to talk to somebody like this is, this is, okay, also for everybody listening, this is how we think. Like we bouncing off from 
so many different angles. We practically yeah. created like maybe 10 paragraphs of separate topics yep. at once. Like, but then like we're kind of um, connecting them, like we're kind of rehashing and going back and forth yep. through it, you know, and again, adding more and more and more. Like that's just kind of, I guess. Well, because you we think about it, it, I think TE is like constructive, right? It's building up, right? TI yeah. is breaking down, right? Yeah. Like the way I see it. And I think like we're building more ideas and piling on top of each other. And then I think our any negative allows us to sift through and sh- like shorten it down and refine it and say, we don't need this. We don't need this. We, what's, what do we really need here? Because with any negative, um, just so I can clarify, it like we take new ideas and we want to work with what we have, right? The yeah. ideas we have and connect them and build and develop the things we already have out there in the world. I don't produce really new ideas. I'm not really good with off the cup like an ENTP would be, right? Mm-hmm. I'm really good with like sticking someone something or someone else already said and connecting that with something else. It's very yes. different kind of any, and I think that's yes. a key here. I mean, and plus RTE is positive, so we're yes. seeing opportunities and profit. Yep, like, yep. So we're we're building new TE and then refining what we have down what we just produce with our TE. It's crazy that I share so many sentiments from somebody <laughs> different we're, we're, triad we're very different i swear i swear we seem similar now but like in a conversation people think nate's like a manic pixie dream girl or whatever a lot of time <laughs> and i'm like not you know so it's really funny like, i mean it's it's still kind of interesting to point out okay well we can point out how we're different then if yeah that's the case because like we when it comes to, to our core values i think our core mm-hmm. values fall in the same kind of rhythm if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, we'd vibe mm-hmm. on the same... I guess we're cut from the same cloth or two peas in the same yeah, pod. sure. But we're also been, like, grafted on by a different DNA. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> right? If, if we're going to continue this extended metaphor moment of how we're different. Um, we're two brains in two very different bodies, right? Exactly, like like, exactly. Yeah. I mean, okay, well, what did this... Well, let me ask you this then. Like, how are we different then? Like, what is the, the <sighs> yeah. major parts about us that... It comes down to the, like really down to the just the enneagram, I guess, right? But it it makes that big a difference, I think, because people look at us and they you look chaotic, you look like you're trying to foment things, and people trust me instinctually, right? Mm. I get goodwill, good faith out of people without trying, because SP two is like I call it the lost puppy type because it's very different from a sexual two. It's very like how how would you explain it, Nate? Um, I think it's. Like, because uh, I know with twos, there's a tendency to seek out, like, to help other people because there's a yeah. payback that you want returned to you, right? So self-pressed two is, like, kind of like, oh, man, I need this need met, but I can't meet it. I wish somebody could help me. I'm a poor lost puppy, you know what I mean? I don't mean <laughs> it like that. But that's how it comes across to a lot of people, right? And I don't, like, look for sympathy or look for those things. It just naturally falls in my lap. And I'm like, Cool. Thanks for the help, friend. Like people enjoy that, and I give energy back into them after they put it into me, right? Oh. And I think while like a sexual seven is more confident and like seductive, or like you know, it's like almost like in- intense. It's like you play on your supposed innocence. Yes, and my weakness. I'm very open about my weakness on purpose. Yeah, like self-pride. you're openly vulnerable, so, so people I'm openly are vulnerable, vulnerable to protect you. myself, which is weird. It's like my self-preservation acts. Because self-preservation is keeping me safe through making me look like I'm not a threat. It's by eliminating the threat, people yes, are like, it yes. makes me more safe. That's right? why I've, okay, th- then that makes sense <coughs> to me because now it's kicking in. Um, mm-hmm. My biggest thing with you was mm-hmm. that I almost feel like you're too, mm-hmm. what is it? Like you're too, 
like you come off codependent like you come off it, like you SP2 are. does that yes but, as sexual does not look that as yeah as but I the truth is so. is that you're actually not it's just it's a no. strategy of yours it's your coping strategy without um, even trying yeah Whereas I would say, like, I can actually make the argument, like, even for myself as an SP7, like, mm-hmm. I am openly selfish and I'm openly yeah. using people as tools. But at yeah, the end of the yeah, day, yeah. we're doing the same thing. Yeah, but at the end of the day, for me, like, I actually care about, yeah. like, in a sense, not, 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 that, not that you don't care, but it's just that, mm-hmm. that for me, I actually don't want to lose my connections with people. Like, in a sense, I, in an argument, it's like, I might be even more codependent by default mm-hmm. because I don't know about you, but I experience social guilt. I don't know if that's oh, okay yeah. for you. Oh, yeah. Still, it's all about guilt. It's our prime. Uh, yeah, I uh, usually hide that. I usually bury that because I don't care about that. Kind it's a of core stuff. fear of the triad of the heart. Yeah, triad. and I like thinking and I feeling Dang. positive all the time. But like I, especially if I haven't talked to my friends for like a week, let's say, like I do experience a guilt yeah. of some sort, and I have to like call them. I have to like contact them. I'm like, hey, I want to go out. I want to hang with you because I feel yeah, like I haven't yeah. given my investment its due. You know, I haven't checked yeah. in with my investments. I um, think instead of like worrying about other people, it's like. Oh man, I have these needs I need to get met, but I can't put that on to somebody else. I need to try to like buckle down and do it myself and help everyone else anyway, yes. right? But I, mean, I, I still the... do it though. I still want to get those needs met, so I get them met by looking like a puppy without trying, right? <laughs> Since I'm not overtly asking for help, I have to like get it in other means unconsciously. Right? Well, there's also that like argument thing or this whole thing about descriptions of the Enneagram two before, sure. where it almost like painted you guys as fully codependent, which I yeah. think is a mistake because twos yeah. are actually very powerful. I think they only thought of that as the sp2s but like mm-hmm. even social and sx2s they don't yeah. act necessarily that way like my friend all. um like we know megan megan's in a sexual two um, my Better. friend in real life is a social two and well, like fun. people are scared of these people because yeah. like there's that they're, there's still that connection to eight. Yeah, yeah like there's still a connection to eight that's gonna like come <coughs> out which my int- i think out of the three sp2 has the least connection to eight that's my opinion. I don't know if it's true. Oh, uh, because like you're less likely to be that overtly intense. It's just that much harder to get to me that point, right? That's probably and why you I... don't act like a typical two. Like you would, yeah, you wouldn't, because you would come off something. Like that's why they I... call, thought you were a nine. Even when I blow up, it comes. It's harder to. Yeah, that's why I looked like a nine. Exactly. You're right. I never thought of that. Because yeah. they, because you're, you're nice. Like you're a kind person. Like that's. A, it, it, the whole def- point of the defense mechanism, in my opinion, is it'll make that person either look bad or feel bad for kicking the puppy, right? And so this is some <laughs> twisted like coping mechanism you have. Oh, there, I realize this now. <laughs> it took me a long time to come to this conclusion, right? <laughs> I, I, this is the dark side of two. Like I'm going, I'm getting the real gritty stuff that no yes. one likes to talk about, yes. which is what this podcast is for. Am I right, Nate? Yep, yep. So go for I'm it. I'm okay with it. So yeah, like. You don't want to kick the puppy or you make someone else look like a dick and someone comes to my defense because you kicked the puppy, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And and someone points out I'm manipulating them by doing that. They look like a dick. You know what I mean? It's so, like a twisted, multi-layered so type of manipulation um, tactic. It's self-preservation at its core. Because you just want to be, well, be okay, safe. left alone, be safe, secure. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, taking it from my page, like I'm not a countertype, you know, as a, as a seven. Yeah. But yeah. like my whole gig is what nobody understands or nobody knows right away is that i will actually openly tell people like Mm -hmm. i'll give them open disclaimers i'd be like hi my name is nate i'm an asshole like i would say those things in a sense so that you have this wiring already that i'm gonna act terrible to you and then when i don't i almost over deliver the kindness afterwards so that people it's like my investment pays off and it's like 
in a way I manipulate the reaction I'm getting from other people and mm-hmm, it didn't take mm-hmm. long it took actually no it took a while people would think that I was a seven wing eight because like I would be openly mean yeah. and everything with everybody but the core <clears throat> about me is fear yeah this entire yep. time I'm just scared like I'm actually scared in not all the time yeah I just don't openly say that or don't show yeah. it in situations because yep. my coping strategy as a seven is to quickly turn that off and be like yeah no, we're not going to be scared today. <laughs> like, totally. Well, that's why I so, so, so recommend when people are looking at an Enneagram to first look at uh, Beatrice Chestnut's work because okay. she takes into account Enneagram and the instinct and why that makes it different, right? Mm-hmm. Because it really does. Her descriptions are one of my favorite descriptions for Enneagram of all time. Mm-hmm. But even better than, I think, it's more, in my opinion, this is my opinion again, even more important than having the wing. You identify your instinct and type in conjunction, and then you can figure out the wing. From I mean, there. I have to say, like, it's a I lot use, easier. I use her book. I mean, Chestnut. If you're listening, I, mean, <laughs> I love Praise how I feel, like, I feel like we're friends already. We're like, yo, Chestnut. If y'all listening, um, like, I'm actually using her your book to like refer to yeah. some of the things when yeah. I want to look at something quickly because you've developed it in a way that it's yeah. concise enough for me to just grasp at. Which mm-hmm. I thought I heard from Cat that this person is possibly an ENFP too, also. Oh, fascinating! No wonder why. No wonder I felt Which so resonant I, with her. I, again, if Chestnut, y'all listening, <laughs> oh <my laughs> go back to if y'all, if anyone who's associated with her, um, confirm this Pray. for us because I, I don't know how to reach you. I, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> Pray, praise Chestnut, like absolute goals. Like, yeah, I mean, like if you, if this is, you know, if this is really what it is, um, then let me know. Like, I'd love to hear from you about this. I'd love to, I'd love to have you on the show also yeah. to like get this open. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's already kind of awesome having us two ENFPs like discuss the differences in our Enneagram type because it really shows yeah. um, how differently we go about our daily business. Even though we're both SBSOs, but like your counter type, I'm not, right? Yeah. Like I'm openly uh, greedy, oh, not greedy, I'm openly gluttonous with yeah. my vice. Like yeah. I love consuming both in a physical and I guess in a metaphorical sense. Yeah. Um, whereas for you, it's almost like you deny yourself. It's painful. It's painful. Shame. You know, like it really is. There's, you know, I've noticed There's... that with the social seven, like they hmm. experience such a strong shame. That's why they come off like twos. Hmm. Like there's such hmm. a strong, like they can't just pursue pleasure. They have to share it. And I'm kind of like, really? And my gig as a seven is like, well, you either ride with me or you watch me ride away. Yeah. And that's like my gig. Right. So people can like, well, usually when I'm around people, especially if they're not my friends and they don't know me for who I really am, they, like, mm-hmm. assume that I'm, like, this, you know, gung-ho adrenaline seeker, but they don't know that I'm so busy, like, researching the distance of, or, like, the height of a cliff before I jump it. You know, they don't see that. They don't know that that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, dang, yeah. It's just funny that we both have the same instincts, yet we're so wildly different in how we approach getting that self-reservation met. You know what I mean? Yeah, we That's we why I think it's so fascinating. Bond, though, I think. Because, I mean, okay, I do. This, is, this is even kind of funny, though, because I, I had this conversation with Katie, um, who's mm-hmm. also, she's a 6 SBSO. And, like, I shared with her sentiments on fear um, quite accurately. Like, we both share it very easily. Like, we both are into researching. We're both into trying to find as much information as possible to contain the fear that we're experiencing. She's six wing seven. I'm seven wing six, right? It's a gig. But when she's going out with friends, she doesn't care where she's traveling as long as the people she's with is important. For me, Hmm. it mattered less who I was with is if I could gain the experience I was seeking. Interesting. So, like, at the end of the day, we still are doing the same method, but our goals are different. 
Because I was yeah. like to her, I'm like, oh, well, it doesn't really matter who I'm with. I'll If I want to go watch a movie tonight, I'm going to go watch a movie. If You're welcome to join me if you want to. But then yeah. like with her, it's like, no, no, I don't care what movie I'm watching. Um, I want to make sure that the people I'm with are taken care of or are important to me or whatever. I was like, hmm. huh, that is fascinating to me. Like that yeah. is really fascinating to me because like I don't really see how that like um, and it's like even more different factoring in you right because yeah. you're an SPSO too your mm-hmm. would probably be on a whole different level of like flavor yeah well I mean I have a, I have a six fix as well which I haven't mentioned yet oh wait right? what's your wing in your six um I think it's a six wing five honestly oh I, I know it's very strange <laughs> is it like right? the self-deprecating one <laughs> Sh- shut up Nate because <laughs> <laughs> we okay because we know yeah, um, we know people who are and I love them up. right to the person who's listening who's a six wing five I love you guys but you're also hilariously self-deprecating like it's fantastic I'm just acutely aware in like an objective sense of my limitations right at any point in time and it's not that it's self-deprecating I think of it as more just like reality right That's it's just like look so at it the, fascinating this is where I could fail and this is what could happen and this is what I need to make sure it doesn't happen right and it's a fix so I mean it's not like it's my core but it definitely plays a factor I would say it's probably even more than the nine um just well, because like I, yeah, I do everything yeah. possible to avoid that failure, that negative consequence, because gotcha. I know yeah. it's very, very real and possible and likely that it's going to happen. So oh. let's avoid it and do everything I can for it to not to happen. For see, college, like my, for example. My mom has yeah. a six, and like I see yeah. this in her a lot. Like I see you guys having this yeah. this idea, or say, mm-hmm. that this is your reality, which is almost like shocking for me. Yeah. Which I usually don't get shocked because as a seven, I'm like, eh, whatever. But it's like yeah. it is shocking to live your life like with this kind of reservation yeah like this mentality yeah. that it could all go wrong or just over it's probably likely it will go wrong in a lot of cases right but and then so that's the a... funny thing as a seven i'd argue against that yeah. right like yeah. that would be i almost like instinctually will fight that well two's a rejection triad too so take that oh, note yeah. you know? interesting oh because we're both yeah. also we're both positive thinking we're also. both positive thinking at the end of the day we're still going to reframe but yours in a, oh, diff- yeah. in a different sense but we're still reframing somehow yeah I don't really know how I reframe it, to be honest, in a positive sense. Um, like, I guess... Hmm. Oh, no, I think I've noticed it. I've definitely seen Tell you me. do it. Um, Curious. Even if you're not, like, a seven fix or anything, I just feel like like there are moments, like, when, like, let's say when things go down that aren't necessarily, mm-hmm. I guess, favorable in your end. It's yeah. almost as if you kind of know what cards you have to play yeah. to get so think back that, on track. Yeah. Yeah, I think that goes well with the six wing five, where it's like I with the five, literally know what I need to do to fix it, and so it's the benefit of a six wing five mm-hmm. is not, when I actually do fail, I know concretely, you know, with the five, like searching for knowledge and, and ideas, I know how to get my way out of it eventually. Right, that is useful actually. So at that, I'm, in addition I'm to cool the positive outlook, it's actually good. So six wing five has a good aspect to it, where like it kept me my, my damage reduced, and I got the damage hit, I can get out of it. I mean, it's not the end of the world. This is how you're talking to me. Like you're already positive reframing, right? <laughs> I know. I'm, just, I'm talking about like cause I, I felt like I really hashed in the negative part of six wing five, and I want to like. No, you didn't. It's okay. I brought in the negative of six wing five. <laughs> Um, yeah. which is okay this is even going to be even more funnier um, as a 7 I over identify sometimes with my image fix which is a 3 mm-hmm. and the, the image fix I'm sorry is that well it's my first fix basically and my first fix is oh, the image oh. which is like 2, 3's and 4 so mine would be 3 um, and I thought like sometimes I've always been doubted that like, maybe I'm this whole entire time I'm a 3 
you know, like I've had this overfixation with what I look like. But it's not in a sense of like, you know, vanity, like I have to look pretty all the time or whatever. It's just like, like this. Shut up, mate, you do. <laughs> but this need, you your this suits. seeking. I know, no, but like, but seeking this whole thing of being copied, like I hate being called useless. You know, yeah. I hate being or feeling useless. I have to be oh, the most barely. useful person ever. Um, and I think that's my countertype is the SP3. So, like, I don't like being, like, I don't like being praised. But at the same time, I'm also going to make it so that there is no uh, nothing else but to praise me for my good so deeds. I, I, can, I think that might be a self-press thing again. I don't know, because I relate with that. I don't want to be useless. I want to be functional i want to contribute right mm-hmm. it could be a two thing as well, well twos and threes that sp are both yeah counter-types, yeah hard right? types yeah yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. counter types um, and then that i don't this is i know you talked about personality alchemist a few back so i don't want to go too deep into this but just an idea i think that goes with the te2 i want to concretely contribute to something i can tangibly see right mm. so the way i apply it is more socionics based i don't know you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. I want to like, contribute something tangible to somebody that's really going to notice me for. They can see my progress. I mean, play it enough with both of us. Like, we're both TE valuing. Like, we're both yeah. looking to use information yeah. to some extent, right? If yeah. not because we, we're in it because we want to use it. Use it, yeah. And that's, like, it's such a refreshing thing to talk to TE sometimes because I usually don't. A lot of the times, I'm actually associated a lot more with the other yeah. axis. I usually don't talk much with other TE. No, me too. Me too. Um... I mean, granted, it's probably good, you know, because <laughs> sometimes we do need to be, you know, exposed to the other axis. Oh, yeah. But sometimes it is really nice to talk to somebody who is of the of my same one, because at least mm-hmm. there's like literally we have zero disagreements. If that if that makes sense, like, we yeah, really don't have it. Um, I think it's really cool, too, because like as well, how about this? Another thing about like any stereotypes on ENFPs that you also want to share that you want to dispel about. Um, I think people think of us as really absent-minded and dumb, or like ditzy, and I'm not... Probably not after now, because knowing that it's all a strategy for both of us. (laughs) Dude, this has been such a good talk, I think, and it really shows our, like, comprehension of the theory, right? But what I'm saying is, like, there's this, like, oh, look, a butterfly memes. Oh, ha ha, UNFP knows nothing. You know, it's it's so dumb. It's incredibly dumb. Because, like, if you can get into a TE grip, you can get a lot of stuff done. And, like, I just know in college... I, like, buckled down and did a TE grip, and I got a lot done, right? And mm-hmm. you actually, like, Mikey, how are you doing all this stuff? I don't understand, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think when people think of ENFP, they would never think I would be capable of, like, conducting research that, you know, that would be statistics intensive, which is not a very, you know, like, thing you'd think an ENFP would be into, right? That's Data analysis. True. I have like, to say, like, I have to give you props for that. Because yeah, for, so. a, for an ENFP, I think so many people <clears throat> on, um, on social media are curious because it's yeah. like, are ENFPs capable of handling academic, yeah. like, pursuits? Isn't that yeah. more of, like, a high TE, high TI, you know, background? But yeah. the thing is, there's yeah. a lot of types. It's not, there's no one has a monopoly on who can be an academic. Like, you can literally push yourself and go to, or take a course, and if you're good at it, then you're good at it. Like, what are you going to do, right? Yeah, we can try yeah. to explain it via type. We try to be like, oh, this guy has a better develop this or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. at the end of the day, in real life application you know you no one really has a yeah. say you can just yeah. go and get your degree if you want to yeah i mean it was intensive don't get me wrong it was hard like i was in like internships and i was in and uh, volunteering for things like i yeah. was in a crisis line i was officer of several clubs i was 
you know, t- working 20 hours a week on top of that. Yes. I literally didn't have a day off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I was always doing something. And so to do that, I just made a schedule and I followed it to a T and I didn't think about it. Right. I just I wanted to follow it to I like that, I, actually. I like I was that just like, there was a oh, schedule that you went for. It's three it o'clock. Because... Got to go to my meeting now. Oh, it's five <laughs> o'clock. I get to go home. Oh, I'm home. I can eat now. See, you know and I, mean? I like that. I, and I, I just didn't think about it. That. The cognitive yeah. energy I put towards working my day wasn't there. I just knew where I needed to be next. Gotcha. And so my mind was very linear. I was very like, doop doop A, B, <laughs> C, F, G, done. You know? and But I was still goofy and friendly, and I had a lot of social groups through the things that also helped me professionally, right? And so I gained a lot of, like, kinship there, and I helped people along the way. And, you know, I'm a two, so, like, I was supporting everybody. So, like, it's not like <laughs> I was not, like, looking like an ENFP. To everyone else in those classes, I looked like an ENFP. I just had to push myself. And I think it honestly is dangerous, though, because my cut is a lot of burnout, like, relying on your mobilizing function so hard for so long. I did it for two years, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I think I'm hitting burnout right now when I graduated last year, and I didn't get into grad school right gotcha. uh and i'm hitting like a, a, a block but like it's possible it's definitely possible and it's nice it feels really fulfilling when you use your te and get stuff done you produce things and you're like wow i'm like actually fairly competent at this function it, you probably could have done it better but like you got it done in some way and it feels nice so yes i like this because then this is like a thing for other folks who share our type mm-hmm. out there listening yeah. because yeah. like you are very capable of actually yeah. getting stuff done. Like, that's a thing. Like, you are... Yeah. A, it's like, I think... I hope that when studying type, people don't limit themselves based on that. Like, your uh, career agreed. is free game, you know? Like, yeah. your choices in life is still free game. Like, go mm-hmm. for it. Pursue what you want. It's gonna be hard. That No one's saying yeah. that you can't. But don't, like, yeah. be like, oh, I'm bad at TE or I'm, like, low TE. Yeah. Therefore, I can't or don't do even, it. Don't even narrow by subject, either. Like... Oh, yeah, about, man. Like, go like, for it. I was pre-med for a while when I wanted to be a psychiatrist, and I was taking, like, bi- like college-level, like, bio, college, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, advanced math. Like, I was doing fairly well in them, you know? I, I graduated in the end with, like, a 3.74, like, overall GPA, there right? So it's, like, exactly. it's not like it's impossible. So, like, even though I'm a psych major now, doing, like, a social science, which, like, people might be going, oh, it's just a social science, like, an idiot or something. But Exactly, yeah. But, like, you, I could do STEM classes, too. It was I could do it if I buckled down. Wait, so it's not. You mean yeah. contrast that with me? Like I've never taken any kind of liberal science or social science or mm-hmm. any kind of degree. Like I actually yeah. never really went for post sec necessarily. Yeah. Um, but I've also never held that kind of job. All my jobs have been trades. Yeah. And and again, like, you don't think of ENFP doing trades? Do yeah. You? Right? Like, I've <laughs> been what I've been in upholstery. I've been in yeah. like I was working as a fire tech before. I worked right? in like. I I even worked at my dad's welding shop before. That's That's like awesome. I did welding. <laughs> people can be so much more than like people box them into. Or exactly. Right? So and like I like to think of it as what how I do things, not what I can do. You know this exactly. this show that I'm doing right now is probably possibly the only kind of creative gig that I can yeah say I don't do anything creative. NFP. Like this is the only thing I probably like I'm doing and like yeah. I'm gonna use this platform because I want people to like know that it's open and that people yeah. can like learn from it and like mm-hmm. open their minds a little bit more because that's my game like I want to let you know that hey it's possible like this is two ENFPs making it happen how about yeah. in way different ways in right? two different ways yeah you can pursue yeah. what Mike is doing and like go through the you know academic route which is awesome you know go yeah. for it or you yeah. could like also my my route isn't that pressurized either like go take mine you know who says you couldn't yeah 
um, learn how to use machine like heavy machinery because I did. Right? You know, right? like right? I, I my mean, buddy, granted, yeah, my dad yeah. is a handyman, so I've got influence from him. But at the same time, it's like I know I'm not really good at spatial awareness. But I mean, yeah. like, at the same yeah, time, yeah. it doesn't mean I can't learn it or train yeah. myself. I have myself. a buddy. He's a foreman and he's an ENFP, right? There we go. Working in construction. So literally, like, never limit yourself by type. That's so dumb. Like, like that's, There's like, also a unique things. role, I would say, that yeah. we play in in different environments that sure. kind of fit in. Because, like, you, I would say that it's actually good to have different types in a room. Like, you can't just have one. Like, I think mm-hmm. back then, I'm assuming that back then, people assumed that it was only SJs that was required to work in a situation. But, I mean, that's not how society works. Like, it's not just one size yeah. fits all to yeah. this person. Like... Yeah. Some SJs are actually really good at writing and producing poetry and like all that stuff. Then go yeah. for it, right? Like make it happen. Why is it suddenly like there's a lack of, I don't know, like it's just because it's a lack of realization that that's a thing mm-hmm. between mm-hmm. us in the type community. I think it's still really important for us to realize that it's really possible. I mean, then again, we're any dumb, so we think anything's possible. Yeah. But I think it's also really important too that Yes, we think anything's possible, but yes, here we are showing that, right? Because yeah. like, people used to think, like, we're just talking, we're just crazy for just saying it. Like, I remember when I was younger, they were like, oh, you're just so idealistic, you can't get anything done. Exactly. But then, like, you oh, know, wow. here I am working on, like, water sprinkler systems. Yeah. <laughs> I was told, you have no common sense, right? Like, I was like, what is common sense? I mean, like, like, sure. Let's put it this way. Like, let's about? say, sure, street cred, I'm probably not going to be winning on that end. But sure. at the same time, it's like... That doesn't mean I can't learn it. Doesn't mean they it's can't not gonna find stop me. the people yeah. I'm gonna, you know, like it's just great. Tell me what I don't already know about myself that I'm not good at. Okay, good. Let's move forward. That's why I appreciate about um like any is we can just like hop and absorb anything, you know, and we can just. You know, like, I was talking about that to somebody. And really flexible. We're I always kind of see that like our brains kind of <coughs> empty, and I don't mean that in a bad sense. It's just that we're mm-hmm. just constantly absorbing. We don't have the TI to yeah. like criticize it. But yeah. we have the TE to just want to utilize it right away. Yeah. Like, I remember I have zero experience in programming. Um, but I because it. I needed to program, like, let's say a server, I mm-hmm. did, like, a quick read and I did yeah. it. You know, like, yeah. it's just, I'm yeah. not saying that I'm good at processing information. I actually didn't even retain any of that information. I just, if I needed to use it in the crisis, I'll use it. That's the thing is, though, it, it, is. it is retained. It's just retained in unorthodox ways, I think, right? Oh. That, like, I can pull it out and, like, I'll connect, like, chemistry to some analogy and, and it makes sense right mm-hmm. people are like like wait why do you know that that's weird like why are you bringing this up but like the <laughs> allegory works the when i have words. suddenly like understand what they're talking yeah. about it's like because yeah. i've dabbled you know i have a textbook on microbiology yeah <laughs> it's like a university grade like on microbio yeah. and i don't know why like it was i got it for free at like a from nice. some nutritionist and like I read it every now and then. It's fun. It's fun learning the different it's bacteria. Fun. I love learning. Like yeah. it's like I get to learn like the history of how we first discovered penicillin or whatever. Like it was all yeah. accidental or whatever. And I know it's the most basic form of understanding um, yeah. of like where it's all coming from. But like the book has so much more, and I'm still reading yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I call this. myself I call myself an informational charlatan because ah. I know I know little bits of everything, like a decent amount of everything. Yeah, to where yeah. I can pretend like I knew about it. Right, I'll yes. talk about it as if I know it. Yes. I won't say I know it. I'll just talk about it, and people assume that I know more than I know. And gotcha. then I piece together based on what people are telling me afterward. Yeah, I piece together and figure out the rest of it. On you the know, spot. I agree, one hundred percent agree with that because I think yeah. I've mentioned that online before. That I've said that 
I consider myself promiscuous with ideas. <laughs> promiscuous with ideas. Yeah. Because I love them all. I love them. And I, I think even if I don't know everything about it, I could eventually learn more. And if I'm talking to this person, I can exactly. learn more from them. I'm and okay that's... not knowing everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's going to stump a lot of people, especially... I know UTI people listening are going to be like, what the heck? Like, this <coughs> two people are just, like, bab- babbling. I'm like, yo, listen in. This is what two people who just want to consume information sounds like. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm happy to listen to a TI user tell me all about the stuff. And I'll absorb it. And I'll learn it. And I'll be like, oh, this is mm-hmm. awesome. And I'll lose that in another situation. My and... boredom. So, I mean, I'll listen until, like, I... <laughs> I, I might have more tolerance, maybe. <laughs> probably. I mean, like, I mean, coming. You probably coming having that. Um, excuse me. Like academic background maybe. probably gets you in that s- zone of thought. My study habits are terrible. Like I'm supposed to be writing like a report somehow, and it's just like yeah. it's taking me way too long to parse the things together because I get distracted yeah. right away. No, I get you. I, I, I'm not good at studying, but I'm good at connecting ideas and making narratives. So in college, I wouldn't study hardcore, like rote memorization. I would make it like a narrative of some sort or like a story in my head or like a, I can visualize what's physically happening or how it could be applied TE wise. Like, for example, I could think of an example and use that example when I'm thinking on the test or something. Gotcha. Well, when I was in in high school, my my gig was I would loan people ideas. Like back in art class, like I have, you know how we would have, we would draw sketches, like five sketches, a... (laughs) Uh, every two weeks or something but the thing okay. is with me i would make five sketches per class if yeah. not 10 sketches per class so i would have a huge binder full by the end of like the two weeks yeah. and then we had to pick one to make as your final art piece so what i did since i had so much i would just start giving them away to other people who were nice stopped. like and i thought that was just my you know that was my purpose in life was to loan or give people donate ideas to people because i like yes. just creating and creating you know, well, it I didn't did matter to me if I knew what was being talked about. I had a connection. I created it on paper. I'm going to give it away. And my belief is that, like, I can always create. It's never really a problem if I lose it because there's always going to be more anyway. I love that. Your idea donators. I love exactly. that Exactly. So and I think that's what all of us are like, as, you know, ENFPs for how we are and what we do um, and what we are here for. Yes, because I would say that... An ENFP is only as strong as the people they bounce off ideas from, right? Oh, like, I did not take that into account. <laughs> so, like, I, I can't produce, like, in a voice chat or something, right? And I'm, yeah. like, on a call. I'm not good if I'm with, like, two people or, like, one person sometimes, right? Unless yeah. I'm really enthused about that person. Yeah. If, I, if it's a stranger, I have a really hard time starting things up gotcha. or a person I'm, like, lukewarm on. But, like, if I have a group chat and they put out an idea... I'll hop on that idea and bounce, oh about this, what about this? And I'll be like bouncing all over the place. You love know? it. I love and it. And I love when someone else gives me an idea, I can grasp and I can This pull. is so fascinating to me. Um Well, I hate to cut it short. I know no, everyone's no, like no, we're like, time. no, what happened? Well, I mean we did talk for quite a bit actually before this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> two hours or something like that. <laughs> I, I get no I, right now we actually hit a good hour, if not fifty minutes on the Jesus. dot. Um which is pretty awesome because now we have I have something that people can like draw from and be intrigued about. This about us synthesizing information very quickly. Um oh, yeah. but I guess for final little thoughts on this is um he if you want to talk to us more about it you want to get to know this guy more i mean my discord or our discord server is the links are going to be up i usually post it on the youtube snippet that's how i usually have it Mm on um that way they know where to find us if they want to talk to us um and that's totally up to them um you want to get to know mike a little bit more and hear a little bit more of what he does like that's definitely the best bet you know um or you can like ask me you know and get 
you know, figure out like if I can connect you to him, that's fine. I can do that. Um, I'm actually thinking, you know what? I'll do it. I'm going to open this episode up for my, I actually have an email for questions for people who want to know or ask me anything. And you want any topics you want to discuss, if you want to talk to me, ask me about the guests I have mm-hmm. on, such as Mikey, for example. Um, the email is asktherasa at gmail.com, specifically tailored for that specific purpose. Um, for anyone who wants to get to know you more, definitely get to, you know, Our get Discord on that. Server, yeah. um, and the Discord server and the email if you want to, like, get to that. I can connect you with Mikey. Yeah, he can pass me on to me. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. And, like, this guy, I would say Mikey's really brilliant. Like, he's, you know... what is it like you're a fledged not a fledged like you're freaking pursuing academics with like a passion and it's just like fantastic (laughs) to see um i have to i have to make you uncomfortable somehow you know (laughs) yeah i have to make (laughs) i have to make you uncomfortable somehow by like pushing all this like praise moment um i mean i love all the people that guests on my show like i invite you guys with the purpose of learning and i definitely learned a lot and i definitely am very impressed um and I think, I mean, again, I'm probably going to have you again at some point. Because if, I don't know if I completely forgot how my conversation was with Katie before, but I definitely want to have a convo with all the SPSOs that I know on a group chat. That way we can figure out like how we all share the similarity and how we are all different. Because I drew some comparisons earlier um, between like with, uh, what I got with Katie and then with yeah. you as we're both all SPSOs. Like this is yeah. how we sound like, this is how we talk. Um, and this is why we're all chilled out. Um, again, I want to bring up what our our beloved, what is it, LII, Max. I want to bring him up too. Oh, yes. Uh, exploit his voice. <laughs> oh, you're going to hit so many clicks with that one. I'm right? <laughs> is that how it is? We're just listening twice. That. You see the potential. I'm like, I'm seeing the potential. <laughs> um, so with that, everybody, thank you guys so much for listening. This is a great conversation I had with Mikey. I'm so sorry to cut it short if 50 minutes was short for anyone honestly it feels short but no matter how many we do for us it felt i feel like i I feel bad for having to cut it all i feel like we could keep talking we can talk Um, all day i mean i had that with heidi too like i could talk almost like we could probably chat for like maybe four hours like we just wouldn't stop yeah. I mean, and well, that's depending what we on did. reception, we could maybe do a round two. Well, who knows? You know, who knows, right? We probably get, and we probably keep talking, like even while making breakfast or something. Like that's not hard for us to do, <laughs> right? Like, and that's a thing. But anyways, yeah. again, like with everybody here, like thanks so much for listening. Um, you know where to find me. You know where to find him via me. <laughs> um, again, it's the server uh, link's gonna be up. Um, you can ask me anything on askdarasa at gmail.com. You will know, you know, you, I will try to get as many responses as I can. And if I like your topic, I'll definitely bring it up on an episode sometime yeah. in the future. I mean, it's a fun November. I mean, I, I like that I had to start this in November. I mean, why not, right? Give something to think about for the coming colder weeks. Oh, yeah. We're going to be listening a lot in the colder things, you know? So. Yeah. But anyways, you guys have a good morning or a good day, whatever it is, wherever you are on the planet. Um, and until next time. And I guess thank you again, Mikey, for being here. Yep. Take care.